and welcome to another episode of the Jonesy for Sports Podcast. <laughs> we, we're, we're recording a second pod fresh off the heels of uh, the, the sickening news of the Detroit Pistons getting the fifth overall pick in the NBA draft uh, from tonight's draft lottery. Uh, I think Brandon's dealing with it worse than the rest of us. Um, so in order to cope with this pain, we're going to talk about another struggling franchise, the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> so... Let's just see how that goes. Welcome to the Jonesing for Sports podcast. This probably belongs on the last pod, but I just, I thought the Pistons were either getting Paolo or Jabari. I thought it was a done deal. It was just written in the stars. I thought it was written in the stars. The, the pie in the sky, the perfect cast, it was all coming together. And now I gotta talk about the Lions, the Tigers. Oh my, <laughs> the Tigers. Uh, well, we couldn't be uh, true Detroit fan podcasters if we refused to talk about franchises that uh, aren't doing too well. That's kind <laughs> of our bread and butter, really. That for real. Um, <clears throat> so basically, I, I have a kind of out there comparison, and it's gonna help us get a handle on how we're feeling about the temperature of the tigers um when i had originally sent you guys the outline for this pod i had said i wanted to do a live recording for the draft lottery and i want to do an update on the tigers when i sent that the tigers had just won the first game of this winning streak they're on so i wasn't thinking too much of it they've just <laughs> won their fourth and tonight they're not looking great but four four straight does kind of help us maybe calm down a little bit but at this point in the season, they are pretty much exactly on the same track as they were last year. We were kind of hoping for a little bit better than last year. So, in order to set the table, and I apologize if this is too too far out there. I think I thought of this maybe when I was in the shower or something. So, it's a little weird. But Do you do drugs in the shower, Brad? <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, sometimes <laughs> He goes I think, to a different place. <laughs> That like I get high in the shower, but not. It's from just drugs. like a meditative place you go that the just allows you to think. And like the fact that I'm just all by myself and there's not a child screaming at me, it is great. <laughs> um, but we gotta upgrade our shower a little bit. <laughs> yep, there's some good thinking to be done in the shower. For Indeed. real, when you get into the nice shower, like if you're at one of those hotels that has like the crazy water pressure, yeah, man, that's, that's great. Anyway, nothing better. I want to know how you feel about the Tigers based on your ability to defeat a dinosaur with modern-day weaponry. So, let's say you had, like... Depends on the dinosaur. Exactly. (laughs) So, I'm just going to say weaponry is going to be an automatic rifle with only 30 rounds. And if you're feeling about this, the the Tiger season that it's pretty much uh, it's over, you might say. And I I don't really know the dinosaurs that well, but I don't think you're taking down a T Rex. So with your AK, it doesn't matter our thoughts on like how how well we could take down a dinosaur. Is it based off of like do we get to choose the dinosaur? You're choosing like, the dinosaur. Okay, I, I'm, I'm following. Okay. 
And you got to realize, some of these dinosaurs, I'm going to say, it's, you're not, like, hunting it. You are in an enclosed space with it, like a battle arena. So when I was thinking of this, I was kind of concerned that maybe some animal lovers might be upset about this hypothetical situation. But dinosaurs are dead and gone, so yeah. we can slaughter them all we want in our minds. We've been saying much worse things on the pod <laughs> than killing dinosaurs as of late. I think yeah, we'll be okay. That's so least my question, my concerns. My question is, which one are you going to be able to kill without yourself dying first? And uh, second of all, what do you need to see from the tigers and maybe a little bit of a how to downgrade that dinosaur from a you know, a, a triceratops to a velociraptor. Uh, my and initial debate thought... by itself is a, a triceratops harder to kill than a velociraptor. I don't know. We'll find out Jurassic World uh, Dominion or whatever. So, all right. So my initial thought was uh, Ankylosaurus. For those, it's my favorite dinosaur. For those that don't know, the Ankylosaurus is the one with like the giant like ball tail with spikes on yeah. it. And, and he's it, completely armored, right? He's completely armored, really flat. Um, so that that sounds like really, really pessimistic. And I'm actually probably more optimistic uh, than both of you guys, I would say. Only because so far this team has shown me who I kind of thought they were all along. When we first discussed the Tigers, I remembered most of all saying that this team is going to be prone to some fairly decent highs, but a lot of lows. And it's going to be a total roller coaster of a season because we're going to struggle to develop consistency with our bats. You know, we have, um, you know, some sparks of success with our pitching, but we don't have just an absolute dynamite pitching core. Um, but it's our bats that's really going to struggle. And I said the key to the season all along is for us to develop consistency with our bats. So going into the season, I think I gave us like two wins over last year's season. Uh, and right now you said we're on pace to be where we were at last year, yeah, which I think we could on. all I think we could all agree would be failing to kill the dinosaur, um, which is kind of what I expected from this team. I didn't expect us to be able to slay the Ankylosaurus. If you want to take down an Ankylosaurus, you can't shoot it in the tail. You can't shoot it in the back. I don't even think you can shoot it in the belly. You got to be rifling those shots off right into its face. You have to have some really tight recoil control. It's, it's going to take some consistent armored too. You're gonna your your best chance is it's like it's roaring at you, and it's like just wiggling its tongue ready to eat you apart. <laughs> it's like how you, you gotta take, fire some shots straight down its gullet. It's like how you take down a dragon, like you wait till yeah. they're about to spew fire on you, or you hope that they have like a crack in their chest, yeah. and you have a massive uh, black arrow, and you happen to be the lake master. Um, anyways, suffice to say the Tigers needed to develop some consistency on offense. They're not losing just because they can't keep other teams from scoring. There are games where they are letting them score many, many runs. But there was a, a stretch of games where we couldn't even get more than two runs. Like, uh, a decent stretch of games. I don't remember how many it was. We have to develop consistency. If we want to slay the dinosaur, we got to get some consistency in our shots. Um, if I was up against an Ankylosaurus, I'm dying. If I only have 30 bullets, I don't have that re recoil control. I don't have that consistency. Um, and so that's something that the Tigers are going to have to develop if they want to slay the dinosaur. I don't necessarily see it happening. There's going to be stretches during this season where we think, you know, maybe they have what it takes. And then they're going to remind us that they've never held a rifle before. 
so yeah, I think they've showed us quite a roller coaster of a season already, and I think that's just going to continue. Uh, the other thing I wanted to add on is an update on how we're feeling. At the beginning of the year, we did pick our tiger, and so we picked a pitcher, we picked a batter, and so if you can offer a brief update as to uh, how you're feeling, if you want to maybe, if you're thinking about dropping your tiger for another, or if you're going to stay faithful, and your hopes and dreams for them. Well, I'm going to stay on the dinosaurs real quick, um, and then maybe answer the tiger question. But as Torque just got a hit, so that's good for him. He's Let's been struggling go. lately. Um, I'm going to take it from the dinosaurs' perspective, because that's what I initially thought you meant. Dude, that's and fine. Because so, I, I was thinking about all the possible um, different ways I could, like... Not just an AK, but I was thinking, like, if I wanted a bazooka, dynamite. <laughs> so, any way you want to take this, dinosaurs and tigers, you make it your own. All right. I'm going to pick a, a dinosaur pitch. that, when faced up against what he has to go up against, it's not likely this dinosaur is going to win. But he finds a way. So, when you look at it at the beginning, it looks bad. The tree star is st- stomped on. He doesn't know where Mother is. I'm picking Littlefoot from Land Before Time as my dinosaur for the Tigers. Now, Littlefoot versus Machine Gun, you're thinking, okay, he's toast. He's just a baby dinosaur. But if you watch Land Before Time, Littlefoot found a way, and this Tigers team ended up finishing the year last year very well. And if you look at what's facing them right now, they've got so many pitchers injured. They have rookies who are struggling and learning. We've got guys going up and down to AAA and back up. Daz Cameron just hit a, got a hit, a guy who we didn't even think was going to be on the roster right now. Um, the, there's just so much adversity in front of them. That's what Littlefoot had to face. And probably there were so many other long necks who died, and the Tigers could be those little baby long necks that don't make it. But I think there's a chance they could be Littlefoot and make a push, especially because our division is very weak. Uh, The Twins are the only 21 team in the division so far, and the Tigers, it sounds bad being eight games back as of yesterday, I think, in the division, but that's (laughs) for how bad the Tigers have been, being only eight games back, like that gives me a lot of hope that if they can string things together like they did with these four games, I mean, they're probably going to lose tonight, but... Uh, so my dinosaur, I took it from the opposite direction that you did, Code. But I'm hoping for a little foot trajectory that he finds his way to the land of the tree stars. I love that. I'm going to also go a different route. So I know I kind of set the table and then we completely just like <laughs> yeah, turned it over. <laughs> um, right now, I'm going to say that the tigers are battling one of my favorite dinosaurs, the Mosasaurus. I'm not trying to kill it with an AK. I've got a boat, and I've got some type of, like, sonic depth charge. And even though I've got these killer artillery that I'm dropping into the ocean, you know what's ending up coming up? Dead whales, dead sharks. I'm not getting the mosasaur. I'm swinging and missing. And that's what's happening. The Tigers are not hitting the ball well. You know what? This isn't just the Tigers' fault. MLB's got to get their crap together. The balls are dead. The baseball parks are too big. America's pastime is broken. 
And the Tigers are falling victim to not just their own inability, but baseball itself not knowing how to get a workable product out there. Uh, that's a separate rant. Umpires suck. Uh, <laughs> here's here's the, the thing. The Mosasaur, no matter what I've got, I am not going to beat the Mosasaur. But as we have seen in this past four-game stretch, the Tigers have had really good pitching. If we can get some of those arms back, who knows? Trav said we're only eight games back. That's doable. Um, they've scored a few runs. They're not getting blanked every game. Uh, we need to score more than three or four runs. <laughs> but at least they're not scoring zero runs. I mean, I was looking at box scores. It's like two hits, three hits, which has happened. Tigers are just getting hits right now. <laughs> and the bases you know are loaded. I think that there's some Jones magic going on. We three, we are together, and they're getting hits. We went to Comerica, (laughs) and they got 20 hits. We watched the lottery, and we got fifth. All right, Code, I'm going to feed you to the (laughs) dinosaur. Do not bring that up to me. I am still really upset and probably going to send out some more angry tweets later. I can't wait. The point is... There, there are pieces there. There are modern weaponry that can... Okay, uh, we're not killing the Mosasaur, but we can downgrade it. I'm going to downgrade the Mosasaur, and I'm going to also downgrade the artillery. Let's say I've got a pump, uh, double-barrel shotgun, the kind where you have to like reload every shot, but you get two shots. And I'm going to take on the Pachycephalosaurus, or aka the headbutt dinosaur. Okay. That's going to be tough. He is going to come after me and I'm going to have to roll out of the way and unload both barrels into his side. If I hit his head, it's bouncing off. The Tigers are going to have a very tough shot, but if they can come together, we can downgrade this Mosasaur into a Pachycephalosaurus. We can get back in the hunt and we can play meaningful baseball this summer. We can not have to completely check out and start worrying about the Pistons picking fifth or start <laughs> thinking about Michigan, uh, Michigan State, the Lions, all that. Um, Is its head that hard that you couldn't go for a headshot with a double-barrel shotgun? So you probably could, but I think that it would not penetrate all the way. Okay. But you That's know what? Bummer. That is that is straight Jurassic Park knowledge that I'm going off of. <laughs> I have not uncovered any pachycephalosaurus in my travels i have been documenting birds lately um so i'm basically an ornithologist but not an archaeologist i like that what birds have you documented lately all like 20 (laughs) (laughs) any any cool ones yeah so i saw a uh a blue heron no not a blue heron that's a lie oh i saw a blue heron but (laughs) A green heron is way the cooler. The first than bird he throws out. <laughs> He's like, I've only seen 20. I got to beef up this story. I saw an Oriole. Yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> Dude, I did see an Oriole. Those are sick birds. Orioles so, are beautiful. Basically, uh, I take Eden on a walk every day, and I've noticed that there's just tons of birds around my house. And I think to myself, what if I start documenting and, and keeping track of how many birds I see? And uh, I've been doing it. Kind of feels like I'm collecting Pokemon, which I like. And 
it's really tough because you can't document a bird unless you correctly identify it. Turns right. out I only knew like five types of birds. Um, <laughs> but now I, I have this thinking. I have this app that helps me to oh, cool. uh, figure out what kind of bird it is. And this green heron is like, he's just a really cool looking bird that I found along the lake. Uh, so much for that Jones magic. <laughs> Bases loaded, no outs. We didn't get one run. With Javi Baez up to bat. I re- okay, going back to Brand's question, I renounce him as my tiger. Wait, what is that? That's a green heron. Wow. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really cool. Yep. I, love I was that. super stoked when I saw him. Um, turns out there's like 40 types of sparrows, so they're almost impossible to identify, which they are. <laughs> and birds are always flying, which is kind of annoying because you can't really see them that easily when they're flying around. So, uh, anyways, that's off topic. Tigers <laughs> are hopefully going to turn this into a. A, a season worth watching because man, off it went off the rails there, hard for a while. I'm not saying I expect it, but I think that they've got pieces. Going back to <laughs> my Tigers, um, you guys just mentioned Torkelson. He's he's been ice cold. I still I believe, I believe in Torque, and uh, Tariq Skubal just had a heck of an outing the other day. So he's been killing it. He was my pitcher. And I, I really think he could have a great season. That was the best pick of all of our picks, I think, so far, Brian. If we were given a way too early awards for picks, your pick of Tariq Skubal nailed it. He's been well, killing it. I mean, how much of a Tigers fans are we when none of us picked uh, Miguel Cabrera? <laughs> well, we are Tiger. I think He's that been makes us pretty well. I think that makes us Tigers fans because we've watched him the last. Few, I mean, he hits. Almost 300 every year, but it has been a decline, so it was, it was getting like kind of less and less exciting. Um, and he wasn't supposed to carry this team. He was supposed to have this team carry him, and he was supposed yeah, to be a supposed part to support, of the team. Yeah. And now he's our best. He's still our best hitter. He's been just <laughs> I think he was on a six- or seven-game hitting streak with multiple home runs within the streak and a multiple doubles. The dude's a stud still. But I don't think anyone saw that. Even like even Miguel Cabrera was kind of moving into that spot where he's a mentor and he's talking to the young guys. And he was voting to bring Torque on to the team. And Miguel likes playing first base. But he was open to Torque playing, so they got him on the, the roster. So I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't fault us for not picking Miggy. But now we look like fools. Yeah. Well, hope another hope is that Riley Green might be able to come back and maybe provide a spark. Uh, that, that's probably not going to happen for a while, but they they need it. Uh, off topic again. I, I mentioned the dead balls. You guys maybe saw I, I retweeted this one. Uh, Ava Avisael Garcia. You guys remember him? He used to play for the Tigers. Yeah, it's a tough name to say, but yeah. He uh, he had uh, it was a flyout off the bat. It looks like the ball is going to go 500 feet (laughs) and exit velocity was 110 miles per hour and he had the angle i mean it was like 23 degree angle the ball should have been 50 feet into the stands at minimum and he flies out it wasn't even close to going over the fence (laughs) and you just 
you have this happening night in and night out where you, the commentators who see game after game, they see it off the bat and they go, and it's gone! Oh, wait, no, it's a flyout. Mm-hmm. MLB, uh, how incompetent are you that you can't put out a standard ball? The same ball earlier that inning was hit, not not the same ball, the same inning, a different player hit a ball, the same exact exit velocity, the same exact angle, and the ball traveled 50 feet further. Something really fishy is going on. MLB, it makes me <laughs> sick to my stomach how incompetent and stupid you are. Just trying to manipulate small things that don't need to be messed with. Just give us a standard ball. This isn't a problem for any other sport. Yeah, so a comment on that post that was gaining a bit of traction was that um, they thought, or people thought, that that second one that didn't get out of the park actually had topspin on it. And the dip of the ball was kind of reminiscent of a ball that had a lot of topspin. Do you buy into that after looking at those clips? <laughs> uh, I've So I <laughs> obviously when a ball is traveling 110 miles per hour, I, I don't have the ability to read the lines on it. <laughs> Yeah. But just seeing the way he hit the ball, I, I've seen enough balls hit in my life to see it when it's off the bat. And the fact that he hit it up, it wasn't one of those where you're on top of the ball. He was under the ball, and he just crushed it. I saw the same thing earlier this year with uh, Giancarlo Stanton, who is a mountain of a man. The The announcer, as soon as it's off the bat, is you know, basically giving his home run cadence and then it gets caught at the warning track. <laughs> and he was just confounded. How did that happen? Because it looked like it was a, a moon shot. So even if there was some top spin to it, which I don't know how you would tell mm-hmm. the top spin would have carried it so that it stayed in the first deck and not the second deck. <laughs> you could put yeah. a lot of top spin on it and it's going to, Never, it's not dropping until 430 feet. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, even if there was something at play in that scenario, it's happening enough times elsewhere for people to be pointing fingers. And they're, uh, it's happening they're all the time. Yeah, every yeah. night. Yeah. What is, what's your uh, biggest fix you do? Because there's a few options it's the ball or the fences. Or lowering or moving back the pitching mound? What do you do to Okay, so this is not answering your question, but uh, (laughs) a year or two back, they they had juiced balls where there was way more home runs. When you're seeing a a ball fly out where it's like, wow, that guy, I thought that was going to be a shallow bloop single, and somehow it went over the fence. So I don't want the balls to be juiced. I want it to be a fair play. I want the players to be juiced. You know what? I don't care too much. Honestly, (laughs) the steroid era was the most fun baseball era probably since, like, olden time baseball when it was America's pastime. Like, I went to a Cubs game and saw Sammy Sosa hit two home runs in a night, and that was one of the greatest sporting events I've been to, and I was just a child, and I remember that. That was so exciting. And, like, I saw a list of the home run leaders per year, and it was, like, Barry Bonds at 73. Mark McGuire, seven, then a bunch of people at 60. And then it showed the Tigers projected home runs for this year at, like, 60. Yeah, 59 or something. And that was projected for the whole year as a team. Yeah. 
It's, so basically, so. I don't want a juice ball. I don't want a dead ball. A standard ball. I don't think that they have had this issue until they juiced it, and now they can't get back to whatever is standard. But whatever they have now is not working. There's a league low. Actually, the conspiracy theory is because they're about to do their new uh, a bunch of like bargaining, um, and they're trying to drive down players' value by killing their uh, stats. You don't have as many home runs. You don't have as many extra base hits. You're not worth as much money. Um, that's just something I'm not saying there's... And neither is the MLB because nobody's going to watch that garbage. That's just something <laughs> I've heard. Uh, as far as Travis's question, what is the answer? I think it's <laughs> whatever you used to do, do that. <laughs> just go back to that. Because uh, I... It's bad this year. It's just bad. Even if you're watching the Tigers and they're a bad team, even the good teams like the Yankees, who are the number one team in baseball right now, are having their star players hit for outs that are just getting caught at the warning track time and time again. Is there actually, an argument for pitchers just being better now? Like the study of the game, they know how to pitch batters better to to get better results i would say that and that's something i thought of but then they have so much analytics now where we can tell based on how the ball is hit the expected um expected what's the term help me expected batting average so these guys are hitting the ball and they can tell based on the velocity of the ball the angle that the ball was hit from the bat the expected batting average for these balls is oftentimes 990 average. So there's only a, a .10 or no .01 percent chance that they'd be out, and then these guys are getting caught for mm. flyouts. So going back years and years, that ball that's hit that hard is going to either be a home run or it's going to fall off, hit the wall. Is somehow any ball hit that hard is not going to be an out. And it's happening every night where you see a ball that's hit with an exit velocity 105 miles per hour, which is usually a home run. The one I pointed out was 110 miles per hour. That is <laughs> as hard as you can hit a ball. Like, you're hitting a ball like that, you're thinking 450 minimum. And he's he hit it 380. And... That same inning, a ball was hit at the same velocity, and it was hit 450. So, I mean, there was maybe it was 430, but it was like a 50 to 60 foot difference between the same exact batted ball. And I know Cody brought up, I saw the the spin rate, whatever. I don't know about that. <laughs> I saw that hit. That's the home run every every day of the year. I, I was with you. It looked like a moonshot. It and didn't seen, really. If that make was sense. the first one I saw this year, I'd be like, "Oh, that's weird." But I've seen so many of those this year. MLB is just—they're—they're they're messing around. They're playing games. <laughs> so to get, you can go. Well, I was just real quickly going back to the topic of juicing. Both you guys sound like you're cool with just seeing how far we can push human capabilities. Uh, <laughs> do you think that uh, Barry Bonds should have been let into the Hall of Fame? Yes. <laughs> so Barry Bonds is one of the most talented baseball players of all time um there's a problem with it so i said that kind of jokingly because i don't think it's a good idea to just let players you know go unregulated but uh 
if uh, if there was healthy ways for them to get faster, stronger, that's all fine. Barry Bonds, I mean, technically, they never really got him for it, but it's just, you know, like... <laughs> Which is incredible. Yeah, he yeah. did it. <laughs> but I'm just operating under the assumption that he did cheat and use steroids. That, I mean, you cheated the game. So I'm fine. I think that he has the talent to be in the hall of fame and he's one of the best players of all time but when you break like the rule i can understand why they keep him out yeah that's what bothers me is that he had so many hits like steroids don't make you a better hitter before he was still a monster at getting on base um you know he could have just stayed the same size he wouldn't have gotten near as many home runs but he would have been a hall of famer in my opinion um one of the best <laughs> eyes in baseball. Yeah. So, so he yeah. hits like Miguel. There's been so much corruption in baseball. I definitely see the side of it of just like just let him in. But at the same time, it's just like the fact that he was able to get away with it and still maintains like I never did any steroids. I swear, <laughs> I thought it was flaxseed oil. Like if you if you look <laughs> I into never did like any steroids. <laughs> he had a completely different body type. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember like a year or two ago, I did a deep dive like into uh, all of that controversy. I've since forgotten everything that I read, but it made me so mad because it was such a flimsy story that he put together, but they could never pin it on him. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I think it's fine that they didn't let him in, but well, it's I'm, more so that I'm just annoyed that somehow he's able to get away with it and still able to say, yeah, I didn't do anything. <laughs> when he's now a mountain when he was like 150 <laughs> before that one of the greatest listens on that is the podcast american scandal and it goes through balco which was the major steroid company and if you listen to that it's like oh yeah barry bonds for sure did steroids <laughs> <laughs> there's no doubt yeah uh the one that's an outrage to me uh, since we're on the topic of people not getting into the world the uh, hall of fame pete rose pete freaking rose yeah. has over 1,000 more hits than Miguel Cabrera. And we've seen how good of a hitter he is. Pete Rose is the number one hitting mastermind of baseball. He leads baseball with the most hits ever. 4,256 hits. That is so many. And to not be in because you bet on games. But, Trav, betting on yourself is fixing the game. Yeah, get out of my face with that. (laughs) Oh, no, he's going to try harder to win? I get it that that's against the rules. And, like, you've kept him out of it long enough. Ban him from interacting with baseball. Ban him from other stuff. But don't ban him from the Hall of Fame. He's literally the best hitter ever. So, if it is against the rules, does it follow uh, in your mind that, like, we got to keep Barry Bonds out, we got to keep Pete Rose out as well? Even if you don't agree with the rule, he did break the rule? No, I think both of them should be in. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's fair. Uh, But if even so, like... If you want to keep Barry Bonds out, I'll listen to that because steroids is does <laughs> enhance your play. Uh, betting doesn't. Yeah. Um, so that's my little soapbox. If box. you're betting for your team, which is what he did. Yeah. But, you know. If he, you bet on the other team, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, shouldn't, you should be punished for that. The Hall of Fame is the story of baseball. And so... I do think guys like that should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, Yao Ming is in the Hall of Fame for the NBA. The dude was mediocre in the NBA. He was tall. He put up good stats for a few years. He was an all-star. 
But compare his stats to everyone else that's in the Hall of Fame, and he shouldn't be a Hall of Famer. But he's in the Hall of Fame for what he did for basketball and for China. Yep. And for his story with the NBA in basketball. Uh, I think it's the same with Pete Rose and Barry Bonds. Uh, also, they just showed Alex Avila on the TV. Dude's looking chonky. <laughs> <laughs> he looks better there, but when they showed all of him, he doesn't have uh, his catcher body anymore. <laughs> so back so to the Tigers. You guys uh, stopped giving updates while we were talking. I just checked the score. Yeah, we're getting it toasted. Is not, it is not good. Uh, you oh. weren't reading our face when everything was happening. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I wasn't sure what it meant. <laughs> and not good. It's 8-1 in the eighth inning. We had the bases loaded where if we could have driven those runs home, it could have been 5-6. We could have been down one going into the eighth, ninth inning. But of course not. At the beginning of this inning, the Tigers had the same amount of hits as Tampa Bay. Uh, and they're down That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Dude, right so, now we are facing a Triceratops. <laughs> I said before, I thought that the A's swept us. We actually got one game against them. Good. But <laughs> they won three of the four, and they have the worst batting average in baseball. I didn't realize that. They're 190 as a team. Oh, 190 as a team. Yeah. That's atrocious. Whoa. And they tore us up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, So... We've been talking down on baseball for a minute now. Uh, we might have to put the eulogy music for, to start this one. This has just been a bummer night. Are you guys... Do you guys still have hope? In what? The Tiger season. No. I didn't have hope to begin with. I had him under 500. And that's why I said I wasn't hitting the panic button. Probably because I was already starting from such a low place. Okay. So I don't think I can call it optimism. But they are who I thought they were. Code, you are more wise than I expected. Good. That was a great pick. I don't know if that's a compliment or... (laughs) (laughs) I just thought we were all on the bandwagon of the Tigers were going to be a little better this year. Well, do you remember what your number was that you picked for their wins? Were you over 500? Yeah, I was around 80. Because I think the over-under was like 77 and a half or something. I gave them 78, I think. And I told... One of my friends asked... uh, are you taking the over or under on the Tigers' wins? And I said, over for sure. <laughs> so, nice. Spencer, I'm sorry. I might owe you that bet. Uh, I'm still not out on them even beating that over because it's early and baseball is streaky. You get a few guys playing well, get a few hits. The season's so, so long yeah. that anything it's a long can happen. Season. So, so many I games. think I'll downgrade. It's not long? a Mosasaur, because that's impossible. But I I don't have a lot of hope. So I'm going to say, do you remember the dinosaurs from the movie Dinosaur? <laughs> yeah. They're red. They're terrifying. Do you remember when he stuck yeah. his head through the waterfall? That's nightmare fuel. Yeah. I had a toy yeah. of the dinosaur from, I think it was oh, the Burger puppet. King. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that thing actually scared me. <laughs> so, I think those were called Carnotaurs, Carnotaurus or whatever. Impressive. Whatever Aladar was, they beat those things. So, I'm just saying, like, they're scary. It's possible. I don't think that they usually would beat those things, though. Yeah. When they come in at night and eat your herd, that's freaky. 
Make more Same movies with... like that, Disney. Do you guys <laughs> think that baseball that is too long? The games or the no, season? No, I think the season. Uh, I love it. It's like it goes all through the whole summer and honestly through the whole fall. It's just, to me, it's always on. My like need to have a sports on in the background all the time. Baseball fills that. And I'm like, oh, Tigers are going to be on tonight. And it's yeah. like a 90% chance there's going to be a Tigers game on that night because it's like every night. So I love it. I love how long it is. And if the players aren't complaining, I'm not complaining. It's so steeped in tradition that I, I never would see that changing anytime soon. Um, and I think for more diehard fans, they don't have any sort of problems with it. I think that they would improve casual viewership if they had less games. Um I don't know. They have so many games. I mean, we were just watching just last night. Dude just trotting down to first. Definitely could have beat out the throw. Oh, yeah, and I these got so are, angry these about are, it. Exactly. These guys are playing night in and night out. And some of these games, it means an entire... And it's the same thing with the NBA and probably any other sport. But you see that it's a completely different game when we get to the postseason. And uh, I was just talking to my buddy, Brandon Jurgens, And he was talking about how he doesn't really pay attention to baseball at all during the regular season. But he won't miss a postseason game. Postseason, postseason baseball, baseball is, is where it's at, and it's fun to watch. But this season is for this sport is so stinking long. Um, I, I agree with you, Trav, that it is nice that just like all throughout the summer you can just put it on the radio. Um, but I do think games would mean a little bit more, uh, and they definitely every game counts, and the players know that. But I think to casual viewers, every game would mean a little bit more if there wasn't a game on every single day. And maybe you'd see a little bit more from uh, these athletes from time to time. I don't know. I'm just talking about my butt right now. It's a lot of baseball. <laughs> I, I'm happy that, like, almost every night I look and there's a Tigers game on. Yeah. Just yep. as comfort. Yep. Until I see the score. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could actually use a little bit of a break from that action from time to time. I'll code anything else, brand anything else, Tigers wise. Uh, no, I'll probably just be thinking about dinosaurs the rest of the night. Honestly, me too. I might try to find that dinosaurs movie on Disney Plus while I edit this podcast. I was pretty impressed that you're able to pull out the name of those dinosaurs. I could be wrong. Let me see if it's on Disney Plus before we head out. Might need a movie night with the boys. That was that's a hidden memory. Uh, yeah, if you're talking movie night. Uh, with the boys. Brandon, have you seen uh, The Big Year? Yeah, I am doing my big year right now. Oh, it's on. It's on Disney Plus. So you have seen it? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's actually kind of cool. Um, I thought you'd I'm like using, it. it. I can see, like, track the leaderboard. So, <laughs> no leaderboard. Um, <laughs> to see who has, like, seen the most species this year. What? It's I'm I'm in the top 200 in Berrien County. <laughs> oh, all right. Climbing I'm daily. in. Yeah, send us the link, dude. That's pretty cool. Can you have like a fantasy league where we see who can see the most brand birds? I said brands, most brands of birds. Uh, I don't know about fantasy, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but that I think work. there's a lot of uh, personal uh, competition, but it's on the honor system because uh, I saw a woodpecker. Wo- <laughs> we better end hot. <laughs> I saw a woodpecker, and uh, you know, turns out there's like seven types of woodpeckers and i knew it was a woodpecker but i wasn't sure which kind and i couldn't put it in not in good conscience because i wasn't 
able to think of you 100% identify it if I was a better birder I would have known oh yeah that's like a downy woodpecker or something Coda have you seen the blue herons out back yet no these blue herons there's usually just one but it flies right down the canal behind my house and sometimes it's in my backyard but that's one of my favorite birds oh those those are very pretty want to hear something dark (laughs) yeah of course bird flew (laughs) into our window and uh super dead and i had to go you know with a shovel like pick it up and throw in the woods part of me was kind of happy because i hadn't seen that kind of bird before (laughs) and i counted it (laughs) oh brand i don't know if that That should count to be honest that was such a team rocket thing to say of like (laughs) if birding is like the closest we can get to pokemon so uh yeah i got to add um what was it called a viri and what's uh, that yeah uh, i didn't know until i <laughs> snapped a photo of it lying dead in my driveway wow can you add friends on this app like can i be your friend and see what birds you've seen uh probably it's, it right. calls it your life list and i'm up to like 24 25 uh, send it to us and we're we're joining you you gotta download the bird packs so that you can do it but uh okay. yeah i'll i'll let you know we'll, we'll be birders together just make sure you're not cheating trying to kill birds or whatever the funny part is uh, i think you're the one that needs that <coughs> reminder i'm sorry that my windows are so clean <laughs> the, the i don't know is this like our age group thing because my i have a lot of oops, i'm getting a call um, well, I have a lot of friends who have been getting into birds lately too. <laughs> like I have a chat group with some of my close friends, uh, and often we talk about birds. Dude, that's but, weird. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Uh, so it made me really happy that you're into this now, and I'm gonna tell them about it, and we're gonna make this a big thing. All right. Yeah, I'll beat y'all in birds. Turns out I'm, I'm really bad at it because I see a lot of birds and I can never identify them. We need to get Dad in on this too. Oh, he'd he's, love it. He's all about that lake. We got to get out to the lake so I can find a bald eagle. Because I can't. <laughs> I ne- I don't mark birds I've seen in the past. I have to have seen it like since I, I like downloaded that. it. So. Are we trailblazers sure. or are we just losers? <laughs> I think both. You mean that we're talking uh, about birds on a podcast? Well, also that like this is our next big thing in life. And that I'm actually really excited about it. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm game. I got a lot of studying to do. Because I, I resonated with what you said earlier, Brand. I don't know how many birds I could actually identify. I know a I'm constantly I'm constantly asking Dad whenever, like, they fly <laughs> out to our, our back bird feeding spot. And he'll just rattle them off like nothing. And it's ridiculous. Well, I'm for I sure you're getting get a bird feeder now. That's awesome. I bet you could pull some pretty sweet birds from the lake. Oh, yeah. I want to do a bird feeder, but I heard that there's, like, bird sickness going around, so oh. what worried about that bird flu or whatever. Um, <laughs> you also, this is uh, something I have not done, but you are also able to add a bird just by hearing its call. Really? But there's only maybe, like, two birds I could do that for. So do you do the call? No, the bird does the call, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a red-winged blackbird, and I could like, add it. No, the app, like, do you the have to record the call? The app has their calls. Um, but there's the app has literally like 20 different calls for every bird. So 
so I'm like, oh, the Robin sounds like this. Oh, wait, it sounds completely different when it's an adolescent and it's May. <laughs> I was just picturing them like being a record button. Like, I don't know what bird this is. You hit record and Brandon's in his kitchen going. <laughs> no, I, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't call the birds. The birds call nice me and I think, boy, if I yeah, knew what it was, I could mark it down. And welcome back to our bird podcast, where we talk about <laughs> bird noises. Jonesing for birds. I mean, since like it is our friends that listen to this podcast, <laughs> we might have some success there. <laughs> At least relative to the success we enjoy now. <laughs> Jonesing for birds. 100% birds. <laughs> Go ahead and take us home. <laughs> oh, I had another question. Oh, uh, so, I don't remember who asked me lately, but I was curious what you guys think the best bird Pokemon is. Moltres. <gasps> okay. Moltres doesn't count. No legendaries. Dude, I got to tell you a story. Okay. All right. So I'm a little tired because I'm always tired because I don't sleep as much because Eden doesn't sleep. Yeah. Um, Garbage comes on Tuesday. So I forget Monday night. I got to put it out or else I'll get missed. And it's late at night. So I'm a little tired, but I, I go out. It's dark out. We've got a street light that somewhat illuminates the woods by our house. I have my headphones on, so I'm listening to a podcast, of course, and it kind of disorients you when you're walking outside and you also can't hear anything. I just happened to look up out of the corner of my eye. The leaves on the trees are just starting to grow, because uh, this was a few weeks back in spring. One tree happened to have red leaves. Every other tree had obviously green. So I look up, and because I'm walking you know how when you walk, you look down like rows of corn or rows of trees? It, it almost has the appearance of moving. So I just see this big mass of red high above me. And it looked like Moltres flying through the woods. And I just had the most real feeling like, no wonder Pokemon people were so afraid of these legendary birds. If I saw a bird that big flying, it was fiery, I would pee my pants. So, for a second, I thought I saw Moltres, but it was a, just a tree. And uh, <laughs> I just want you guys to understand the awe I had in my heart for how awesome Moltres is as a Pokemon. And for a brief moment, I had the magical sense that it was real. There's, like, real legend stories, like, uh, of people who think they have saw, like, pterodactyls, like, in today's age. Or just giant mythical birds. But I like that your mind didn't go to like, oh, that's a real thing. You went to, I saw Moltres. <laughs> Moltres could be real. Um, to answer Cody's question, the best bird Pokemon. I mean, I have I'm my not guess for you. I'm not talking like best for fighting. Your, your favorite. Coolest. Your favorite. Probably Pidgeot. Oh, oh. what? Were you going to say that? Yeah. I was going to say Pidgeot. <laughs> I was guessing Travis would say Pidgeot. I was really hoping Brandon would say Noctowl. Oh, I like Noctowl. The combo the, of Hypnosis one. Dream Eater is, uh, is goaded, as the kids Noctowl say. Noctowl was in my last Nuzlocke, and he, he passed away. Uh, <laughs> Everybody passed away in your Nuzlocke. Yeah. I really like saying Pidgeot. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, too. Because it sounds just You're supposed like... to call him a small bird. <laughs> I would nominate, nominate uh, Archaeops as worst bird. That's the uh, that's one that comes from a fossil. Looks like that. Yeah, it's based off of um, Archaeopteryx. 
obviously. Does that come from Archaeopteryx? Um, it looks nothing like it. What are you talking about? It looks exactly like it. Does it? I totally know what Archaeopteryx is. All right, look are, you, are you freaking kidding me? You don't know what Archaeopteryx is? No, I'm sorry. He's a bird um, dinosaur. But, uh, yeah, worst, uh, second worst ability in the game. Attack power gets halved when he drops under half health. And he's got, like, four, maybe even more weaknesses. That's an Archaeopteryx. Oh, that's terrifyingly cool. Can I see that one again? Yeah. <laughs> How did you spell I mean, that? Okay. Yeah. I see it. That's a very cartoon version of it. Arch, A-E-O-P-T-E-R-I-X. And if that actually helped you spell it, I'm amazed. Uh, oh, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, I think I what said that. Like, not even close. Aeropteryx. Nope, there's an Archaeopteryx. Okay. What are your thoughts on uh, Skarmory? Uh, like the steel, steel bird. Also, Altaria, the uh, cloud-like dragon. Kind of cool. I guess he's, he's the dragon type, so I'm not going to yeah, call him bird. Yeah, it's not a bird. How come I yeah, can't find a Yeah, I guess we of... can all agree on Pidgeotto. Uh, I really did like Noctowl. I thought for sure Brandon Knocked was going to say Knocked Knocked a good one. Oh, I'm so sorry, Code. That's fine. Oh, no, wow. We can, we can all be so in agreement. Cool. I finally found him. He's like the missing link. What is? Archaeopteryx? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lizard bird. Kind of looks like what I think a Velociraptor maybe was supposed to look like. Yeah. That's not Gliscor. <laughs> no. This might be the worst them? pod we've put out. Uh, what are you talking about? I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Let's let <laughs> worst, <a> chat. <laughs> worst sports pod we've ever put out. For sure. Uh, but we're branching out. You, know? you guys want to talk about marbles? <laughs> Do you have any experience in marbles? Because I'd be game. No, I used to love marbles as a kid, though. <laughs> Did Each you one ever? was like a little galaxy in my hand. That's true. Marbles are pretty cool. They're beautiful. I'm kidding. I don't want to talk about marbles. Exit. Hold up! Hold up! You, you really ever watch start like that, Brandon? Well, okay. So, Brandon, you're not on the TikTok, I don't think. But uh, you ever see those videos where it's like <coughs> they do marble races? Yes, I've and seen you have to marble. choose your marble. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah, I got so deep into it one time. I spent an afternoon watching Marble Olympics. <laughs> this guy on YouTube, he has a whole series where he has different events. Look it up. It, they're amazing. I was sad I watched all his videos because I wanted to watch more. But it is produced so well. Honestly, look it up because I think you guys would love it. Yeah, show it to me when we're done. All right. Yeah, pick another boring topic. See if we won't talk about it, Bran. <laughs> I, I don't want to challenge you. Okay, that's fair. I still do want you guys to see the, uh, or maybe you already have, the uh, Hot Wheel cars with a GoPro on top of it that go through those, like, seven-minute tracks through a guy's backyard. Those are awesome. <laughs> They're incredible. Those are awesome. All right, well, we had what? to keep it light. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> what? Now you have to I'm tell looking me. at mock drafts. Sorry. What did you oh, see? Oh, give it to us. Just... Let's actually talk sports for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, but this was supposed to be the last pod. Eh, whatever. I was too upset <laughs> to talk about it earlier. We just talked about birds for 15 minutes. Tell us what you saw. <laughs> Orlando Magic, number one overall pick, Paolo Boncaro. Yeah. Dude, they're taking chat. They want two they... stretch Armstrongs. 
<laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, see Chet Holmgren. Nothing matters. Okay. Houston Rockets, I'm Jabari sure. Smith. You're not this, supposed to show me now. We this gotta is close the opening out the ceremonies. <laughs> this looks incredible, but we gotta close out the pot. <laughs> wow. We, Never mind. We, this is a garbage, absolutely trash mock. They've got the Pistons taking AJ Griffin from Duke. Five. <laughs> that's that's okay. garbage. Quit giving that any more attention, and uh, we'll, we'll stop forcing you guys to give any more of your attention to us. <laughs> uh, we apologize for going a little <laughs> off the rails there. I think we needed a little bit of uh, a tangent to distract us from the pain of being a Detroit, a Detroit sports fan. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time for bed. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna start heading that way. Hope you guys have a fantastic night as well. Thanks once again just for all your support. We love you guys and uh, have a fantastic evening. Cool. Cool.